Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pipeline Superheroes podcast, where we feature SaaS founders, entrepreneurs, founders, operators, go-to-market folks, figure out how they're making the best SaaS companies grow, hosted by Grant Cohen and Keegan Slattery. Hey there. Today, we have CEO and founder Dan Mullen of Lucy, who's operating in the AI space. I know that's a very hot issue. So we got somebody very interesting on the podcast. We're, we're very happy to nail him down. Uh, Dan, how are you doing today? Uh, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, cool. I, I, I didn't mean to nail you down. I, maybe that's not the, the right verbiage. But, it, but in any case, would love to learn about Lucy. It sounds like you've been involved there for a while, first as an investor, then moving on as a CEO. So tell us the story. Tell us the journey. Have we got stories for you today? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's always fun. I, so I, I truly am a, a serial entrepreneur. And so busy uh, creating companies and, and selling them involved with a, lots of different entrepreneurial ventures. Um, but was in the midst of a transaction uh, selling our previous company, uh, which was a um, large scale uh, Salesforce implementation marketing cloud company called Magda360. And so we're literally um, selling the company at the same time. Uh, a few of us who aren't going forward in the transaction are figuring out, you know, what's what's next. What does that next opportunity look like? And uh, and so in the in the time frame, you know, AI is just starting to be a thing. Um, and when I say starting to be a thing, it's been a thing since the '60s. <laughs> and and any of you who have read uh, Jeffrey Moore in Crossing the Chasm. It took a long time to cross the chasm uh, would, would be the the, the uh, way to call that. But we were looking at, okay, how do we actually get there? And, and what would we do with all this new kind of found um, capability that's that's coming out? And so we just looked and, and, and we have serviced the Fortune 1000 kind of big companies um, for, for years in different, in different forms and different companies. And so we're just like, how would we apply AI to the problems that exist inside companies? And there's there's different forms and places that you look at, but the, one of the things that anybody who's been inside a company knows that they create so much information, so much knowledge every day. And when I say that, if you think about, again, these big companies, how many PowerPoints do you think they create every day? Just PowerPoints. Not Word documents, not PDFs, not um, audio files, video files, but just PowerPoints. And it's thousands, tens of thousands a day. And they are spending money because somebody in the company took data, raw data, other formats, and converted it to knowledge and created a PowerPoint. And then, and I'm going to throw out some of my own data points, but validated 100% by, by our clients. Um, you literally create a PowerPoint, you deliver it. Within 30 days, it's over 90% likely nobody ever opens it again in the company. And in 90 days, it's like 98, 99% likely never to get used again. And so the problem that we, we wanted to access or, or, or deliver or solve is how do you use leverage that data for more than just the presentation it was created for. And so, and so Lucy was born as a, um, 
enterprise knowledge management tool, really uh, an answer engine. So it is you can ask natural language questions of all of this data inside a company and Lucy gives you the answer. It's, it's quite remarkable. That's pretty wild. I mean, I feel like everyone could kind of relate with the, uh, even just the experience. I mean, we're a, a small agency, but we regularly have issues of like, where's that PowerPoint deck? What did we say in there? What was the pricing? Which version was that? And there's this constant kind of filtering through our layers of Google Docs. And again, we're, we're just a small company at the moment. Um, but I think everyone's experienced that of trying to find a specific answer to something, knowing that exists, but not being able to find it. Um, that's pretty... Yeah, so, I mean, um, Lucy's able yeah, to pull like on out your own more natural drive. language answers. Yeah, you can't even find it on your own hard drive, and I created it, right? You know, and, and so we're trying to do that at scale. Um, yeah, and the way Lucy works is you don't have to put anything in Lucy. There's there's no process. Lucy connects to your sources or drives. Um, think about it, the you know the old uh, G drive uh, or you know the work group. But really, more likely, it's SharePoint, Teams, um, you know, Box, Dropbox, wherever you're storing data. And Lucy connects to not just one of these, but all of them. And so, if you have stuff in Box and you have stuff in Google Drive and you have stuff in OneDrive, you know, OneDrive for Business, and if stuff in your Teams, when you ask Lucy a question, she brings back the answers from all of those repositories and, and all being, you know, the five I named or the thousand you may have. Uh, and so it, it's really, really powerful. And, and that we actually use an iceberg analogy because, you know, you really only know the tip of the iceberg of what, um, of what exists inside the company from a data perspective. And, uh, and then if, as you look at it going the other way, there's this huge volumes of data that you're unaware of. And, uh, and that, that and it, it, you know, the most power is what didn't I know existed. Uh, the most frustrating is I know it exists and I can't find it. Mm -hmm. Like that reminds me of a sort of a, a funny story, not to take us too far afield. But when I started at this one job, you know, this was probably five years ago, it was a demand gen job. And the last demand, like head of demand gen had left this PowerPoint that was like this, this is like even before Figma was really big, but it was all these flow charts of where the data went. Cause there's like a, like an insane amount of inbound leads every day for this client, for this company. And it was like this really inscrutable document. And they showed it to me on my first day. And I went through the whole thing and I was like, holy crap, I have no idea what to do with this company. None of this makes any sense. And they get to the end of the deck. They're like, yeah, we have no idea what any of this is, but we just wanted to show you because this is what we're piecing together. And I was like, oh, thank God. But anyway, I just figured like, there's probably the, the question in there is there's probably a lot of unintended um, or maybe like un, unforeseen use cases that your clients are getting from your data. And I find that like whenever you have a platform or something, you know, as sophisticated as AI, it's sort of like an open world video game where everyone can explore and find their new areas. So curious if you have any cool anecdotes about that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a great it's a great segue here because the, the use cases for Lucy are infinite but because we're here also talking about go to market and other components um we can't go to market infinitely right Th that doesn't work so you know we've you can we've try i've seen companies on, try <laughs> yeah um 
so, but it allows us to do a couple of things. One of which we do have some specific use case, go to market strategies that we're focused on. But the wild part is what our clients may choose to do inside of they've been exposed, they're using it. Where else can they apply Lucy? Because, you know, Lucy becomes this universal tool. And so we started off and we were all marketers and had been doing lots of things in marketing. So marketing data, research and insights kind of data, you know, marketing, then going into sales enablement, salespeople needing to find stuff. Um, and then the logical component became HR, HR onboarding, offboarding, digital learning, um, managing, you know, I, you hate to say things like this, but hey, we're laying off 30% of our workforce. We lose all of that knowledge. Wouldn't it be cool if Lucy could be used to leverage or keep that knowledge? You talked about that onboarding case. I just came in. I joined the company. They say, hey, it's all on that SharePoint. Just go find it. Has anybody ever tried to do that? doesn't work. Um, and so, you know, we ended up with some very specific use cases um, and customer success, call center operations, those kinds of things. Um, and then we had somebody go, hey, what if we put aircraft engine maintenance manuals in there? We're like, sounds cool. And guess what? Just works. <laughs> Lucy, Lucy doesn't have limitations. I mean, we're not marketing that to aircraft companies. Um, that's 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 not our point. But the point is, uh, uh, and and actually, a, a more reasonable use cases. We're doing manufacturing around the globe, and uh, right now, if the plant, if the equipment breaks down. The maintenance team runs into a little room filled with manuals, literally. And and if that plant's in Italy, the, the manuals are in Italian. And uh, anyway, so from a global perspective, could we actually have all of the documentation for, for all the equipment, know how to both maintain it and fix it and, and, and be able to find things? And this be able to find things is crazy because knowledge workers spend 20, 25% of their time looking for stuff mostly not finding it. And then another crazy stat is, and 80% of the time when they're looking for stuff, they bother other people to help them look for it. Right, that's so, I love that. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then, and so uh, uh, this, this being a thing, all of a sudden we have a, an issue of it. It's cascading, wasting, wasting a time. But then I, I don't know actually how many of you heard of this thing chat gpt um oh really <laughs> because you know which was which became i'll call it public knowledge maybe three four months ago but it became our vocabulary in the last mm -hmm. 60 mm -hmm. days right well a, a little secret lucy has been working with uh, open ai for two years and gpt wow. has built been built into our product for over a year wow. um awesome. so so like it, it, all of a sudden we're the hottest thing on earth, uh, but it's only funny because we've been doing it for a while. And the idea here, and there's a bunch of limitations in what's happening in chat GPT and, and concerns and all kinds of things. But the first answer is because Lucy is focused on your data, not the internet. We don't have all of these false, you know, false information. Um, and, and as we know, you can make up any argument to any use, case in the world and find data to support it on the internet so of course when you base that as your knowledge base you know you're going to have issues um but the second thing is we're not doing creative writing 
uh, we also have security built into the product. So it's not, if all three of us ask the same question of the same, inside the same company, but we have different access to different servers and different information, uh, Lucy actually respects those borders and only gives you the answers that you are entitled to, enabled for, uh, which is a huge, huge component of why companies need and like this. And then the last thing we do, so we find the answers across the, you know, 200 different data sources that you have uh, available to you. And I should say, you know, I talked about all these file servers, but we also do it to third-party data that you may license. Uh, and we also can do it to things like dashboards in esoteric systems or Power BI, Tableau, those kinds of things. So Lucy brings back this conglomerate of 10 answers that came from those different places. But we use GPT and the technology there to generate, that's the G in GPT, to generate an answer that's on the fly done from your authorized documents and that answer your question. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys use Slack or Teams, but we actually enable it so you can ask the question in Slack or Teams. And all you have to do is at mention Lucy in the in there in a conversation, or you can have a one-to-one -one conversation with Lucy, and Lucy just pastes in that generative answer and and references the documents and gives you links to the documents that it was sourced from. So you know where it came from, how it was derived, uh, and so which becomes more much more important than you know, write me a theme paper uh, or term paper for my class. Yeah, I love that. I can think of all the use cases, all the times I've spent hours searching and tracking things down. Um, Dan, I'm curious. So you guys have been around, seems like, what, seven, seven years-ish? Yes. Um, so in, you guys really started prior to this whole, you know, the when since AI has been very much in the zeitgeist. So I'm curious, er, in your earlier days of starting Lucy and, and looking to grow, your customer base. What were some of the strategies that worked really well prior to when you know AI was you know very common, commonly talked about? Um, how did you sort of get in front of folks and explain this value prop to them um, to an audience who might not have been as familiar with AI? Well, you know, it's interesting. Early on, um, you know, we were part science project, and and you know, we, you always think you have your minimum viable product and all kinds of things, and, and so. I want to say there was some meandering in the process as we were getting it right and making it work right. And, um, and, uh, and so, you know, we've been in market with the product that we're talking about today um, for, we'll call it three years, even though the company has been uh, around for seven years. And we actually um, just completed the transition to our version four uh, of the product. And when I say that, um, last night. <laughs> so uh, uh, when I say that we rolled out, we, we did it by client. So our last, our last client set um, rolled out. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm, we're, we have a party to this evening to celebrate that. Um, there might be some alcohol involved in the process, but I, I don't want to get ahead just of myself. <laughs> just, just, just a little. Um, and so, but, but it's really, really cool. So this is a well-developed product. But early on, yeah, we were we were figuring it out, and um, but the other thing is companies were also figuring it out. So uh, you know, I I use the uh, the use case of the aircraft engine maintenance manuals, and that is not a client today. 
because our earliest clients were innovation groups inside companies. And so they would, and they were buying Lucy, they would license it for a year, they'd run a bunch of tests, and then they would shut it down because they actually didn't have a use case to roll it out with. They were just trying to figure it out too. And so we had these starts and stops that were a little bit frustrating because we killed it on the test, yet it was there wasn't a path forward in that early, early stage because they didn't have, they were just trying to understand the technology, what was available, what's, what, what was the art of the possible. And um, so the difference in the last, you know, three, three plus years has been, we're not rolling out to groups of 10 doing a, you know, kind of doing a test. We're, you know, we're rolling out to tens of thousands of people inside a company. And uh, actually there was a, there's a press release that went out today, a company in Europe called ERM. And, uh, and they license it for 100% of their employees, you know, kind of a three-year deal. Um, and their, their thought process is everybody needs this and, every, and we can't, can't live, you can't really live without it versus, you know, these 10 people are going to play with it. And, uh, and sometimes 10 people playing with it turned into thousands of users. And, uh, and so our most public use case, and I can speak freely about it because they speak freely about it, uh, is Pepsi. And, um, and the original amazing process, but the, the original use case in, in, uh, inside Pepsi was their chief insights officer, uh, St- Stephen Gans. And if you, you look on LinkedIn, he literally puts his manifesto there of what um, they call it Ada. So Lucy is called Ada. And he says, Ada is going to do this. And then a year plus into it, he actually puts a performance review of Ada up online. And so very, so when I say really, really public, but the truth is um, we started with 10 users. It was never 10. It was just the first 10 in the process, but his first step was like 400 users. And now, um, you know, Lucy's considered an enterprise system at Pepsi, um, you know, at at, at, at a different scale. So it's, it's really, uh, and the truth is the methodology to implement always is the same, which is we find a good use case, we find the matching data, and then we implement the users. And then we do the next use case, the data, the users, and you just grow over time. And, uh, and again, Lucy gets more and more powerful because it's an AI learning system. And she literally starts off like any employee. She has great capabilities, but she needs to learn some stuff about how you do it, what your acronyms are, those kinds of things. Uh, but um, you know, Lucy can can be up and running in four to six weeks inside a company, uh, adding adding value. It's this is all automated, and Lucy's out there tagging data. And you know, I, we use the PowerPoint example, but if you had to tag PowerPoint decks. You'd write, you know, let's just say you could possibly write 20 keywords to do that. Well, Lucy writes, you know, understands each slide individually and can bring back the slide. So, you know, and here's, you know, page 36 of a 195 page PDF with the answer on it, you know, that kind of thought process. And it just, it can't happen manually in any way, you know, an army of people couldn't do what Lucy does, you know, in a year. 
Um, just it's not possible. And so that's all, it's all AI enabled, but it's natural language understanding, both in the documents and in the questions. And then it's matching them up and, and bringing forward just, you know, the needle in the haystack that I'm looking for. Really, really fascinating product. Um, wow. AI, it blows my mind every time I see something new on Twitter, just the, the use cases seem endless. I think you said the art of possible. I think that's really like interesting way to put it because definitely feels, especially with AI, something that is like so inherently scientific and mathematical is, you know, shifting towards art just because of the way that people are, are able to engage with it. Um, but as we wrap up, but also love to ask one last question, which is what is next for Lucy? As you know, I know that you raised last year. It sounds like you have a strong go-to-market. Maybe it's more niches. Maybe it's like the, the product, like you mentioned, what's like the vision and what are the next six to 12 months look like for you? Well, you know, it's, it's cool. We have uh, uh, just a great chief product officer and, and, um, and he's got this roadmap and, and there's, uh, I, I love it because it's visual and I, I wish I was sharing it here. But so each quarter he has a theme of what we're going to do. We always have additional data integrations and other opportunities. And we do stuff in both the front end and the back end. Um, the, the enablement of, of uh, you know, the things that we're doing. And so one thing that we, we do uh, and we're doubling down on is in addition to kind of this content search, we also do people searches. So I'm looking, I, I not only do I want this piece of information, I also need to know who the experts are in the company, right? Who, who, um, you know, they're, they're, who is a scientist in this organization that understands the science of friction, right? And, and you know, or whatever it is. And, and there's so much esoteric knowledge, things I've worked on, things I've studied, you know, uh, uh, um, various things I've published and how do we convert that into, okay, I, I also need to find out who I should be talking to in the company. Because again, you know, our companies are, you know, 10,000 people, 50,000 people, 100,000 people. Um, and uh, it sometimes is as important to find the who, uh, you know, as, as a piece of existing knowledge. And so we're, we're doing a, a quite a bit there. Um, we continue to enhance how we, um, how we bring in these documents. And when I say bring in, we, we, they stay on the server, they stay untouched. We're creating metadata or tagging. And, uh, and so we're doing more and more with um, you know, OCR. We also, we do video too. So if you ask a question and the answer's in a video, it brings you to minute 32 and 17 seconds where the answer is, in an hour long video, I mean, just, you know, I could continue to blow your mind on the, on the capabilities. Um, and inside the video, inside images, we do OCR, we recognize text. So if it's on a, you know, uh, if it's a PowerPoint on a screen in a, in a video, we'll recognize the text. And so we, again, Lucy's capabilities uh, just continue to, to grow and improve. And, uh, and we're just excited. The relevance, um, the other piece is speed. You know, uh, three years ago, I used to, you know, say, hey, our answers come in less than a minute, right? Would take a minute to get an answer, which is fine. And I said, you know, again, if 100 people couldn't do it in a year. It's okay that it takes you a minute. Now we're sub five seconds, right? And so we continue to grow speed, uh, uh, processing, 
uh, and applying more and more enhancements to the to um, to the kind of the content and and just making it better and better. Awesome. Well, very excited to follow along and see the growth of the company. We'll definitely keep it an eye on Lucy. Thank you so much for joining today. Thank you for having me.